On this episode of Deep Thrones, we review Season 5, Episode 8, Hard Home, and Episode 9, The Dance of Dragons. We do a draft of who we would least like to see rule Westeros. We welcome back one of our OG guest hosts, Brendan, and I attempt to get Chris to fund my dream of meeting Amelia Clark, plus many more hilarious segments. Winter is here. Hey guys, welcome back to Deep Thrones. This What's is season up? five, episodes eight, nine, and ten. We're doing a little three oh, for one action. A threesome. Uh, I, of course, am Sims. My partner Sheedy's here. What's up? What's up, guys? Welcome. Thanks for joining us to this menage a trois. And, and we, since it's a menage a trois, we got a guest. Yeah, we have a recurring guest here. Brenda, Brendel Jenner's back. Welcome What's back, up? you dumb bitch. <laughs> God damn it. God yeah. damn all of you. So, so we Brendan, would like to... Brendan's a guest that we love because he's he knows Thrones well. Don't. But unlike Brett, unlike Cassie, and unlike Colleen, I'm not completely sold that Brendan listens to the podcast. Oh, yes. You know, I didn't. I didn't try to sell you anything. <laughs> I just very clearly don't listen to the podcast. You know what? You sold us your love, and we bought it. That's on us. Yeah, you're no one of returns. our best friends. It's okay. No, we I, have, we have something we have to say. We do have something we have to say, and um. Long story short, we're very apologetic. I don't want to say I'm sorry, but I am yeah. apologetic. Is it too late now to say I'm sorry? But we've been kind of roasting you the past couple of weeks. Yeah, <laughs> just you come roast. up here or there, here the light roast. Like light we roast. may have said, you're our version of Andy King, who is the <laughs> who is the guy from the Fire Festival documentary. Yeah, Dual suck it. dicks for Evian. I I think I think the direct quote was, "If we ever needed a dick suck to get famous." Then, you would suck the dick. Then you would be our dick sucking guy. <laughs> yeah. So, Me and Chris are the face of the organization, and you're the guy behind the scenes doing the nitty gritty stuff. God be, damn it. You're behind the dick. Yeah. I'm a, and, no, in that case, I'd be in front of the yeah, dick. Yeah, you'd be in front of the dick. Or, well, yeah. <laughs> Unless it was like a rusty trombone today. <laughs> yeah. I think John might be the better candidate for that one. All right, more well, listen. experience. Listen. Listen. We're not talking about John here. Okay? Again, All listen. Right. I'm is- a classy ass eater. <laughs> <laughs> A class eater. Cla- class eater. Class eater. Yeah, wow. Yeah. Wow. Like Bernie Sanders. Uh, there's also been like a few like. There's also. <laughs> there's also been a few fuck Brendan's tossed around. There's, Maybe one or two. There's been a couple like Brendan's a bitch thrown in. All right. Yeah. Well, listen. All we're right. sorry. Out of love. Well, he's sorry. So she's sorry. I'm sorry. I'm Chris apologetic. Isn't. Chris, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry for both of us. Chris yeah. isn't sorry because physically he can take you. I'm sorry because I can't. Yeah, I mean, I mean, Chris thinks he can take me, but I think uh, I could actually take him. No, 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 no. He's no. got that. He's got no. that shit knee. I know how to exploit that. Yeah, you got two shit knees. Yeah, right, but I know how to defend. <laughs> the, he's got the training. We'll, we'll have, uh, horrible defense. We'll have a little of the mountain I'll wrestle off. The mountain versus Brindle Jenner. Oh wow! Wait, at least, at least call game me ball? The baby hound. Baby hound. I like baby hound. Oh yeah, a little click. Game ball. Yeah, right. game ball. Oh, man. It would Listen. be like Robert Baratheon versus like Grey Worm. <laughs> Easy. It's Black History Month. Man. Get... Oh, wait. When oh, versus airs... Mar- it'd be like Robert Baratheon versus Martin Luther King. No, this we're is like still gonna be. Pads. Yeah. Yeah. This will be. This will still be in February. Okay. Nice. Oh. Yeah. So yeah. screw you guys then. Yeah. And well, once. Let me set the record straight on all of the rumors that have been spread about me about dicks and whether or not we, th- they we just said fuck you and you'd suck a dick for us. Yeah, that's it. Just casual. Listen, I would suck a dick for you, motherfuckers. Nice. There we go. Yeah. Awesome. What about uh, our dicks? <laughs> <laughs> Bring it over, bitch. <laughs> We're gonna edit this whole part out. Nope, it stays. Uh, <laughs> so you had, Shit. Shitty, oh. you had something that you wanted. So to... just to bring it back, guys, just because it's it's getting out of hand early here. I'm sorry. <laughs> Amelia Clark just posted something on her official Instagram. 
unlike the many fake Amelia Clark accounts that I follow. And it's a it's she is now like she she's an ambassador to many charities and one of the charities that she works for. If you donate a lot of money, you're entered into a drawing to attend the Game of Thrones premiere with her. Mm-hmm. And Chris, since you're out there doing the good boy work at your job, I was hoping you would fund my dream. Oh, really? Possibly meeting Amelia Clark. Oh, really? Yeah, because you know what? Imagine me at the premiere with Amelia. Because, listen, <laughs> okay. if I've proven anything in my life, it's that I have a very hard time if I think something's funny. Even if it's not. But if I think it is, I say it oh, at the yeah. worst times. Oh, yeah. Well, that's so okay. if I'm sitting that, next that to her. That would be great entertainment, but I mean, it would almost need to be on like HBO or Stars or something, because I guarantee like you're sucking toes at one point in time. At, at <laughs> if she time. lets me, like, if she lets me, well, you think I could get Amelia Clark to let me suck her toes? I don't know. How how long Sounds into like meeting her do you ask to suck the toes? Well, if I actually won, I would have to be like dead serious about it. Uh-huh. Like I couldn't be like right, right about right. But toes. if I was sitting in the HBO like premiere with her, there would be a point where I turn her like, "Hey, let's get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> let's get out of here." I bet she'd be awesome to have a have a beer with. You know? she, oh God, yeah. Or whatever they call it, pints out there or whatever. Yeah. yeah. yeah may may yeah, I suck the feet? Yeah. No, I don't know, man. But like. Part of me is like, with this podcast, if I want, I would almost have to ask her to, to sit on my face just to tell the story of it. Because that, because that's that chivalry is not dead, folks. No, that, <laughs> let me tell you something. For everyone who calls me out on that shit, that's like a that's like such a romantic thing. You know how selfish dudes are in the bedroom because all they want is BJ's and shit. Like asking a girl to sit on your face. Well, we face, got Brendan for that. That's true. That's chivalry. That's true. Amelia can sit on my face. Brendan sucks my dick. <laughs> Oh man, this, this is getting out of hand <laughs> so fast. I have buried myself so hard on this podcast. Fuck. <laughs> oh, there's no coming back from this for me. I'm done. I don't have a career. It's the three way you didn't want to see. <laughs> no, but a yeah, yeah, yeah. A scrum. yeah. Listen, we'll start a GoFundMe. We'll get you that. We'll get you to donate yeah. to the charity. And it's all going to charity. And you stop heating me on social media. That is a care. really romantic thing to do to say to a girl like, "No, it's all about you, baby." Take a seat. Why don't you take a seat? <laughs> uh, it's you got Chris, Chris Hansen. Hansen. Yeah, yeah. Chris so Hansen. start that GoFundMe. Thank you, Chris. I appreciate it. Chris is killing it right now. He's got he he won't tell me his commission, but he's a good boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll keep my financials on the wraps here. Yeah, it's true. Uh, it is tax season. It's it our is, favorite oh, time yeah, of year. We know the IRS tunes into this every week, so we don't want we don't want them getting on my unreported gains. Here. No, we don't want that. Um, all right, so we'll jump into the review. We have a lot to cover here. Like I said, there's three episodes. I'm gonna start off with a brief kind of catch up of what we missed so um if you guys actually listened to last week we covered uh season four episodes eight and nine so we skipped quite a bit skip so (laughs) skip 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 (laughs) um so to quickly catch up here and i'm gonna rapid fire this Tyrion kills tywin lannister Mm. gets shipped by varus across the narrow sea jorah is exiled by what do you think the shipping cost would be on a Tyrion? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I don't know. All right. Like I said, I'm going to rapid fire this. All right. Oh, sorry. Uh, Jorah exiled by Danny, finds Tyrion, gets grayscale while escorting Tyrion back to Danny. Um, High Sparrow rises to power. Cersei is imprisoned by High Sparrow. Jon Snow elected Lord Commander. The Boltons are now officially at Winterfell as Wardens of the North. Ramsay is betrothed to Sansa. And Littlefinger set the whole thing up. Did I miss anything? And a partridge in a pear tree, man. That's it. Yeah, you got man, it. That was it. perfect. Attack on the wall? 
that we just covered, we covered that. that. Okay. Yeah. If you listen to the pod, you yeah, would you would know. We... No, we said very clearly at the top, don't listen to the podcast. <laughs> but we also said very clearly at the top that you would suck a dick for us, and that stays on the record as, <laughs> as fact. <laughs> so I, I accept these terms. <laughs> uh, so now that everyone's all caught up, without further ado, we will jump into season five, episode Let's eight, do it. Hard Home. Accept the terms. <laughs> uh, starts out Tyrion meets Danny, and uh, they have a little. They have a little pissing contest. Danny is trying to figure out, okay, why should I let Tyrion into my service? Tyrion's trying to figure out if he even wants to serve Danny. So they're going back and forth. At the end of it, um, Tyrion... and also Jorah's brought him. He's yeah, trying so... to get back in Danny's good graces because right. again, he he was. It turns out he had been a traitor. And Jorah knows he's kind of on thin ice here because he doesn't say anything. He lets Tyrion do all the talking. Yeah, um, which was smart because I think that ended up letting Danny spare him again for the second time oh yeah but Tyrion ends up advising danny to let jorah live and go into exile again yeah. and, and he says something along the lines of you know jorah's devoted to you and if you kill people who are devoted to you then that doesn't really ins- inspire devotion and a loyal following that's right and he also says i think he loves you yeah what i really really like is Tyrion because he's kind of just starting to take on the role of defender of the realm as opposed to trying to help people get power mm-hmm. he's feeling her out as much as she's feeling him out and mm. I, I don't know if that's so much by choice of, the, of of Tyrion or if he's forced into that role because he's in exile now and it's kind of the best. Does he have a choice? No, very. Yeah, yeah, in Daenerys' presence, he's a Lannister. And she even says to him, she's like, why should I trust a Lannister? Yeah. He's like, no one's better at killing Lannisters than me. Yeah. Well, I mean, he was drinking himself to death and then Varys like, tells him, like, hey, here you, you go. Well, something. that's why yeah. Tyrion's so concerned about the realm is the one thing Varys loves more than anything is the realm. Yeah. Mm. Um, and then the next scene here, Cersei, it's just brief. She's, it shows her imprisoned by the faith militant and getting tortured by that one uh, septa that is just like super fucking brick shit house, dude. Yeah. Oh, I wouldn't want to. I wouldn't want to cross her path in a dark alley. Me neither. Whoa. <laughs> All right. Same. Uh, what, All right. Why do you assume the worst for me? I don't know because I, I see your of... face. I see that look in your eye. I have the face of an angel. <laughs> Yeah, okay. An angel with someone sitting on their face. Oh, man. Oh, I uh, wish. Next scene, uh, Arya is... Uh, this, is, this is off the rails. Arya is going full faceless man at this point. She's getting <laughs> she's getting a lot of leeway. Uh, Arya, Jack and Agar lets her kind of go out on her own and start wandering around Bravos as long as she comes back to the house of the faceless man at the end. Right. Um, she's living this multiple life as this girl, I think her name's Lana, um, yep. And she runs. She goes around like selling uh, oysters, clams, and cockles, <laughs> and cuckolds. Oh, <laughs> Oyst- oysters, clams, and cuckolds. And she. It's like I think what he's teaching her is that you almost have to be a nobody in public to see everybody. In that his uh, he's she's almost like becoming um, a spy in essence. He wants her to her senses to pick up. He wants her to say, "Where's that woman going? Where's this guy going?" Mm-hmm. What did I hear there? Right. You have to be able to take in everything. And that's right. the faceless men, in essence, that's what they do. It's not so much about, ooh, I got a fake face on. It's more about knowing everyone's story just by consistency and hearing what they right. do. And, and and by gaining that knowledge, too, like you saw that when Arya got back to the house of the faceless, of the, of the faceless men, they, uh, Jack and Hagar interviewed her kind of and it's like what did you see and she says surface level like i met with this uh the skinny person. man yeah the skinny man and then jack and a guard digs deeper he's like okay well you have to figure out um what happens when he insures a sailor um and he's supposed to pay the family and well if the sailor never makes it back it's just a wife and some little kid like what are they going to do to not 
I like how they they call it gambling, but it is just insurance. Yeah, it's, it's insurance. a it's a back then form of <laughs> yeah. insurance. Yeah. So I mean, it, 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 the, you're right. They are like Arya is learning to gather the whole picture and and then end up making deadly decisions from there. Mm. Uh, next scene: Sansa's in Winterfell. Um, the Boltons are there. Reek is there. Sansa had just <laughs> attempted to escape Winterfell, oh. and Reek foiled that plan wisely, though. Um, because had Sansa gone through with that, Ramsay surely would have found out and probably gutted her. Yeah. Or something along those lines. Reek, and she sees it as a slight from Reek, but Reek saved her life, and then she kind of like shakes him violently, and he gives her some valuable intel. Yes, it, she finds out that Bran and <clears throat> Rickon, we don't say his, the name, the man, the boy who shall not the be named. The boy who shall not be named, yeah. <laughs> uh, Hair boy. Are both alive. And then, uh, but Sansa just gives him some thoughts. He's like, he, he, she's like, why, why are you alive? And the rest of my family's dead. Uh, they wouldn't be dead if it weren't for you. Basically, screw you, all this stuff. It's getting to reek. Like, Theon's still deep down in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he's so buried under that, that form that Ramsay forced upon him that you can't really tell. Yeah, I mean, he broke him. Yeah, I mean, he even says, like, reek deserves this. Instead of, like, I deserve yeah. this. Yeah, that's a yeah. good point. Yeah, and he even, like, I think a part of it, too, is, like, Theon, like, wants bad things to happen to him at this point. Because he feels like he's done so much wrong. Mm-hmm. That's also part of, like, the torture. Like, he just kept pounding it into him, the terrible things that he's done. And when, like, Ramsey Bolton has done, like, at least 13 times worse. Oh, yeah. Easy. Easily. On Easy. a Thursday. Just right I like how we, Yeah, I like how we try to quantify it. Like, 13 times. <laughs> I don't 13 know, to 15 times worse. No, you're right, though. Like, I think that's the irony is that Theon's decision-making is bad, but in terms of Game of Thrones history, it's hardly the worst. And he it's gets it great. probably as bad as anybody. Oh, yeah. It's worse great. than anybody. It's not great, it'd be, but it's it'd be like much better if he just like got beheaded or something. But he he stuck. He got he got, be, he got the wrong head cut off. Yeah, he, he, he got the truth. <laughs> the head and the base, man. He got the, the the real problem with uh, Theon's decision making is that he can't make decisions, and so inaction ends up costing him everything. Yeah. Well, he made the one. I guess he really. He was led to make that decision to take Winterfell because the one guy kind of implied well, he didn't, that. Yeah. He didn't voice yeah. any of his own opinions. Yeah. He literally he, the did other, not give the, any input. The, his right-hand man was like pretty much... He's not a good leader, you know, and he's yeah. you feel bad for him because he's been jerked around his whole life. He, he Am I a Stark? Am I a Greyjoy? It's that indecision growing up that probably made him indecisive and bad at making decisions. I mean, let's not forget how, how much of a cocky asshole... Theon was prior to becoming he was, Rick, so. he for, was. Like, for like three episodes yeah, but, <laughs> but that's all we had to go on and then, and then three episodes later his dick's gone <laughs> well um, and then from there uh, Tyrion is now officially advising da- Danny. she's he, they're sitting there drinking and um, love it Tyrion's basically saying like you get so what you get to King's Landing you get to Westeros then what's your plan no one's gonna support you your whole family's to everyone else has been gone for years at this point um, and then Danny just goes, you know, I have 8,000 Unsullied and yada, yada, yada. And Tyrion's like, okay, well, you have the common people behind you. Let's say that happens in Westeros. How far has that gotten you in Marine? You're still dealing with uprisings sons, of harpies, sons of the Harpy. Uprisings. You don't have Young Kai and Asaborn anymore. Um, and then Danny's just as cocky as ever. talks about this wheel thing. But I don't know. Does anyone, do you have that as your best line or no, anything? No, no. Okay, so she they, they talk about the wheels of the great families in Westeros. And she goes, I'm not going to stop the wheel. I'm going to break the wheel. Which, you know. Good line. Great line. It's a good line. I don't I don't necessarily, this is going to sound like a shot at her, but it's not. I don't actually like, like am a big fan of her delivery of it. She's very deadpan the entire uh, delivery of it. 
It's very and sometimes I That's feel like Amelia Clark gets she gets caught in a singular face in a lot of episodes. I think she gets caught in a very face. You know what I mean? She has a lot of character development, but none of it's for her personality for a long time. Right, and it's like when Kyle Drogo dies, we see some acting, but after that, she gets very like singular face, and it's yeah. like I want to yeah. see a little bit of range. I, I do, I do, I do think one thing that she does really well is. When she has to make a tough decision with mm-hmm. her loved ones, I think she does a really good job at like putting on a face of like, "Damn, I really don't want to do this." Which did your last episode? Yeah, was good. yeah. exactly. Yeah. Very, very good actress at that, but like, mm-hmm. she doesn't get a whole lot of acting range scenes. Yeah, it's not her fault the necessarily. Of the season. That's yeah, a good point. she's yeah. usually it's usually like the last episode when something happens. You know, like the yeah. big conclusion of the season. Or she but I just it, like it, this is just a perfect example that like Danny does doesn't really have a grasp of reality of as far as the politics in Westworld. She's still young. You, you don't break that wheel. That wheel's been going for thousands of years. Yeah, you're not going to break you, it. You, you can't defeat all the great houses. You have to ally with some. I mean... Right. And it's like you said. I don't know if you said it in person or if you said it on the podcast, but you're right. Marine Danny is top of the game Danny, though, in terms of wardrobe. Oh, she's yeah. She's looking great. Yeah. I mean, just those silk gowns, it's just great. Season one, I thought she was hot, mm-hmm. but season five, I fell in love. <laughs> Season one, she was like fourteen. So I gotta it's say, not Amelia Clark. I gotta say, season seven wardrobe, top notch though, top notch. The black outfit. Oh yeah, she looks good. In it. Yeah, I, I mean, she's. I mean, she's. It's wool, dude. She's just all covered up. I don't think Sheedy's a big fan of that one. Wait, I like it's it. form fitting though. True. So is skin. <laughs> um, from there, right. we go to a brief scene at Castle Black. Sam and Ollie are discussing letting the wildlings through the wall. Ollie's just pissed off about that. Uh, oh yeah, Ali calls out John. Yeah, uh, but no, I mean not too much to cover there. Ali's just pissed. That, that He's a little bitch. Rightfully so. The, he saw the wildlings murder everyone in his village, um, and then from there, <laughs> weak. John, Get over it. <laughs> John Tormund and company arrive in, in Hard Home. Great scene. This I is mean, it. This is the conclusion of this dude, episode. Uh, let's let's be honest here. There's there's certain scenes where. Even when they're just pulling up and they do like the pan from mm. behind and you just see how massive this the set is and everything. It's just like, okay, Epic. this is going to be great. Uh, starts off. You want to get into this? You, do it. You, you take it. In? No, you, no. Because I did Watchers on the Wall. I'm just saying, okay. get, it's, I'm ready to rock, man. Right, I love these scenes. Right, let's fucking let's do, do it. it. get into it. Uh, so, <laughs> everyone so sit. So then um, they show up. Uh, all these wildlings have no idea that any uh, Night's Watchmen are going to be showing up. And here comes a handful of crows with Tormund. And they're exactly. all like, what the fuck? What the fuck's going on? The Lord of Bones, remember him from fucking Early, season yeah. two, season three? Lord of Bones. Um, who, who watched uh, Corrin Halfhand die. He greets them, talking all this shit to Tormund. Just talking a huge game. Uh, he calls him a cunt, and he calls him all this shit. And then Tormund just basically smashes his head in with his own staff. Oh yeah, um, uh, which was great. And like, yes, Queen. John's, yeah, Queen. John's just standing there watching the whole thing go down. He's like, "All right, well, that's that." And then Tormund just goes, "Gather the others and let's talk." <laughs> <laughs> so then they they show up at this council of the elders. Um, everyone's obviously skeptical about why the hell John Snow's there, why there are crows there. 
Um, John Snow starts off chatting, as John always is, very honest, very truthful about what went down. Yeah. Uh, maybe a little bit too truthful. He's, I killed Mance Raider. Yeah, they, they, one of the first <laughs> questions the elders ask is, what happened to Mance Raider? They were like, I heard you killed Mance Raider. He's like, yeah, I put an arrow no, through his heart. No, they asked how he died. Oh, right, And right, John right, said, yeah. I put an arrow through his heart. But yeah. he, like, doesn't... No backstory yeah, no, yeah, he just, just lets it ride. Yeah, which yeah. Is, like... Okay, and then Torment steps up. Then I see bagged his corpse, and they're like, "What?" <laughs> and Torment's <laughs> like, "It was mercy." <laughs> He's like, it, "It's a, it was a mercy kill. It was a mercy killing. Stannis was going to burn him alive." So then the Wildlings kind of back down. Then John gets into his whole spiel about the fight against the dead, and right. and all you guys are going to die if you stay north of the wall. Torment backs it up. He says, "I trust this crow." Right. And then the first person to jump on the side from the Wildlings to the Night's Watch, or I guess the side of all humans surviving, is. Um, that one female wild she's thing. awesome she's badass dude I, I I love her and I, of course the Thin is a little bitch about it yeah the yeah. Thin the Thin's the Giants resistant. thinking about it the Giants thinking about it the best it. is she goes I fucking hate Thin's and Tormund <laughs> which is the line Tormund says like two seasons earlier yeah. and Tormund just goes hmm <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so then about half the elders are able to convince, or John and Torment are able to convince about half of the elders to join their side. So they're all packing up and leaving. Um, it looks like everything's fine. You know, they're all getting on the boats. John's like, "Oh, this isn't enough." And Torment's like, "Well, you know, this is what we fucking got." Then all of a sudden, there's like a fucking avalanche. And then, well, dude. And then so there's just this massive, almost it's a white cloud, but it's so dark and you can't see what's behind it. And then the winds start blowing really fast. Yeah, and it's that, like a Wiz Khalifa concert. There's just white smoke <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> and and the, the the sad part is there's still a, a good amount of wildlings north of their little barricade. And there. the thin the thin asshole just goes shut the gate. Yeah, so and they shut the gate. So all these wildlings are running away from this uh, cloud. This this almost like a blizzard rolling in, and half of them get end up getting shut out. And then there's just silence a little bit after they're scratching on the wall. Yeah, and then all of a sudden you just hear it just like it's smacks on. against the fucking. Here wall. comes the the walkers. Yeah, so the so the whites are just digging through wood, which like mm. this isn't like thin wood. I mean, these are like logs. trees cut down. Yeah, yeah there's logs. If and, I know anything about whites, it's when we want something, we take it. <laughs> w i g h t s is how you spell whites. Wait, not, w- not, not, oh yeah. Oh okay. My, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to cross that. Different out. whites, classic mix up. All right, yeah. Um, and then so all hell breaks loose. All these, all the, I mean, all these. At this point in time, you know, I'm, I'm sure most of the people there are just like, oh, fuck, it's like zombies just going yeah. nuts. And then everyone's like charging the boats and John turns into a school bus driver. Get in line! Get in line! <laughs> and, and, John makes a, and John makes an important decision. He's, he's like, okay, am I going to hop on these boats and make sure all these wildlings get back in? Or am I going to go to the front lines and just... I just want to say in? something. It's this whole thing of like the wildlings not trusting the Night's Watchman, and then John pulls the sword and says, Night's Watch on me, and all of his men follow him. Yep. That not only speaks to the honor of the Night's Watch, mm-hmm. but also like this, the Night's Watch, when we see it in this show, is not honorable. But that John almost kind of bred that mentality amongst the men, and that he oh, yeah. almost, in a way, made those guys, because all of them then draw their swords, and yeah. here goes Night's Watchman. Because what do they do? They protect it the realms protect of men. Wildlings. Yeah, and they well, protect the wildlings, yeah. and the wildlings are men, and they, they charge. They charge into battle, and instead mm-hmm. of getting on the boats, they're all like, let's go. And even one guy says to him, he's like, Lord Commander, you shouldn't be out there. And he's like, I got to do it. Nice watch on me. That's one of my yeah. favorite lines. I don't think I have it. It's my it best line. It was great. Yeah, that, and then they that charge. Was great. And then also, though, I think um, the, the battle the battle at Castle Black helped out a lot, too. And, oh, he earned yeah. it. Yeah. Getting yeah. that camaraderie. Then he gets his ass kicked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
and Brennan, Brennan, you can just tell me to shut the fuck up at any time and hop in. Um, and then so Jon Snow goes to the front lines. Everyone's fighting. It's going nuts. Uh, people are dying. Uh, it's wild, it's going like, down. Wildlings are getting their faces. They're yelling off. timber. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we actually talked about this a couple weeks ago. I think uh, someone had asked what do, what can kill like just the whites, not mm-hmm. the White Walkers. And I, I think the consensus here is that you can incapacitate them with cutting them in regular, half. Yeah, regular yeah. weapons. But they're still alive. They're they're still still alive. Like, they do take yeah. a lot of damage. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, like, the one that got his, like, that dug under, he got his head crushed. Yeah. Like, that one, that was awesome, by the way. <laughs> That's great CG. <laughs> but that, uh, like, that one ends up dying. And then, right. like, the couple that takes a couple arrows in the face goes down. <laughs> and, like, mm-hmm. stuff like that. But uh, it takes a lot to take them down. Definitely. The high-ranking boys, though, it's it's Dragonglass. The White Walkers. Fire. Glass, Valerian fire, Steel. Valerian. Actually... I don't, I don't know if fire kills white walkers. No, it doesn't. It no, kills the whites. It kills fire. the whites. What's that? The bear got lit on fire. But that wasn't a white That's walker. A the white, white walkers no, are white walkers. the high-ranking boys. Yeah. But then John realizes that he has to go get the dragon glass. Right. And he charges into the uh, room where the elders were. No one's in there now. And then him and the Then have to fight an actual high-ranking boy, yep. White Walker. And, and and the Then thought that he was just going to take him like an easy... He said, he's like, get the dragon glass. I got this guy. <laughs> <laughs> Psych! Uh, so he's you blew it. Destroyed. <laughs> His fucking axe just breaks into glass pieces, essentially. Yeah. Um, and then he just gets a big White Walker javelin shoved in his stomach. He dies pretty good. Dies pretty fast. And then Jon Snow gets tossed around, gets the gets the wind knocked <laughs> out of him, um, crawls outside, picks up Longclaw, and then is there's this awesome scene where the White Walker thinks he's just gonna make one swing mm-hmm. and kill Jon Snow. John Snow gets Longclaw up right on time, and, and it stops. John had another sword that he was using at the time because, like, Longclaw got knocked out of his hands, yeah. and the White Walker smashed it with right. his ice. Right. So then, when he catches Longclaw, the White Walker even has a look on his face, like, "What?" Yeah. And, <laughs> and then John, just as surprised, is staring back at him. Exactly. <laughs> they both look at each other, like, like oh. "What the fuck?" And then John, you know, being the fucking warrior that he is, just quickly turns around and slices <laughs> the White Walker in half. So that's the first time that we actually see that Valyrian steel kills white walkers which, yes which is pretty significant and yeah. i think i think it's going to come into play in the newest season because like the white walkers don't have competition when it comes to combat their weapons just blow through everything oh, yeah. they don't take damage as oh, soon yeah. as they're going to come up against stuff that actually can block can and compete. defend mm-hmm. and attack it i feel like we're going to watch a lot of them die quick I, yeah. I, I can see that, but I could also see... Because the, the Night King saw that go down. Yeah. Um, I think the Night King is very aware that certain weapons kill White Walkers. Mm-hmm. So maybe you know maybe they have a little council, get a little briefing on... Some co- some arms training? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, have uh, a training camp exactly, real Exactly, yeah. they exactly. Com- they have a combine. <laughs> <laughs> maybe they'll have uh, Alistair, Stor- Alistair Thorne be their man at arms and train them up. <laughs> now that he's dead? Oh. Oh no, he's dead at this point. Yeah, no, not Is at he? this point. But at, in oh, our lives, oh, <laughs> season eight. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. Because he got yeah. Spoiler alert. Spoiler. Alert. It, it, it rewind and pause it. <laughs> um, so yeah, and then uh, Jon Snow defeats that White Walker. Uh, meanwhile, the Wildling Lady. I wish I knew her name. I don't even know if they ever say her name. It's like Ant something. Okay, Ant something, and um, she's, Ant. She's, I think so. She, Aunt uh, Emma's. Aunt Emma, sure. She lady does the pretzels. No, that's Annie. That's, that's, that's Auntie Annie. Um, but anyway, so Auntie Annie's just killing all these whites, and then all of a sudden she turns, and there's children whites there. And she can't handle that because she has two little girls. 
and she just freezes up and then ends up getting eaten alive by these uh, by these whites. Yeah. And uh, and then pretty much at that point, the battle's lost. Jon Snow, Tormund, everyone's playing back to the boats. The the giant even is just swimming away. He's yeah, like, fuck this. He did crush a lot of them though. Yeah, he did good. He did good boy work. He did good boy work. And then uh, yeah, so they you know the people who were managed to escape hop on the boats, sail out of there. And then, and now that John's gone, the Night King feels very confident, and he's like, "Oh, I'm here now." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Night King just strolls up to the front after John's like at least thirty feet away in the water, and then um, they like they're staring at each other. They have a nice little stare down. It's fantastic. It 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 basically sets the scene of really what's the battle for the rest of the show. I mean, the rest of the Game of Thrones stuff is just kind of side piecing compared. It to has these. to be John Snow versus the Night King. It has to be. Yeah. It has to be. Yeah. In season eight. There has to be a Jon Snow Night King battle, and it has to be epic. It, I think it happens a lot sooner than, than we think it's going to happen. Yeah. In <laughs> season two, yeah. episode two. That's like every girl I've ever had sex with. <laughs> All right. It happens a lot sooner. <laughs> hit, hit him up. Hit me up. <laughs> I'll be in and out. Don't have to deal with me anymore. Right, suck okay. on toes. But yeah, and then um, once they're all gone, they have that stare down, and then the Night King raises his hands up. <laughs> and all the dead people just all of a sudden get up, and they're they're whites now. It's an awesome scene. So it's that, really goddamn good. And then yeah. John Snow is probably peeing his pants at that point. But I think John is like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> but he doesn't know anything, so he's fine. That's true. That's true. What an episode, <laughs> dude! Amazing episode. I love Hard. Probably one of my my favorite episodes of the series. Oh, it's really it's good. easy. Again, we've talked about this before. I was on a list of top ten rated Game of Thrones episodes, and Hard Home I think actually came in at number two. Nice. That's one of the highest rated like episodes that. of all time like in that. Game of Thrones history. Yeah. Top three for sure. Easy. For me, it's it's top five, yeah. Oh, top. Oh, okay. We got a little. Uh, I'm not throwing crit- shit. We got, a critic. we got a critic over here. Oh, yeah. This is like the, the last 15 minutes of this episode are like peak Game of Thrones. And then like the first 30 minutes is like good. It's solid Game of Thrones, but it's not like. The top tier. All right, I think Brendan's setting it up for the rating portion that he's going to have some things to say. <laughs> some, some controversial opinions. Oh, no. Well, it's all right, though. You're entitled to those opinions. So any, any other any other thoughts on Hard Home before we move on? Uh, no, I was pretty good with it. The only um, thing that, that I wanted to say was uh, when they're in the meeting and Tormund's like, my ancestors would kill me if I was breaking bread with a crow. And then, I, we, of course, we don't know her name, but she comes up and she goes, my ancestors, my ancestors would too, but fuck them, they're dead. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, she was awesome. Dude. Like, She's the best. That's, but that is standard show writer and George R. R. Martin just getting you attached to a character and then just ripping them away from you. <laughs> yeah. That one was quick, though. Oh, yeah. It was, it was real yeah. quick. So but they play it up that she's going to be someone to behold. And I, to I thought she was going to be a great addition to the John squad. <laughs> John, ooh. Maybe, I was going to say maybe, I thought she might have even like took, took an over, taken over the Egret role. Uh, ooh, you think oh. she was going to replace Egret that would That would have been fucking sweet. You think John was going to be okay with her kids? Yeah, she dude. didn't get enough lighting for. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> she, I thought. I mean, no, she's a, she was pretty. She, she was a pretty lady. Yeah. Her, she had piercing blue eyes. Yeah, it's great. I, I'm not and gonna that was before she was a walker. <laughs> 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 I'm not gonna pretend like I have a chance with literally anyone on that show. Tormund, maybe. <laughs> and I'm not saying she wasn't pretty. Enough, I mean, he like, did fuck a bear. He <laughs> did fuck a bear. He <laughs> did fuck a bear. Yeah, Although it was yeah. a shapeshifter. Was a shapeshifter. Uh, is it a shapeshifter? Oh, yeah, the story he tells is a shapeshifter. Nice. Because oh, wow. he never got to finish the story last episode. Damn it. Damn, I you love hear, it. You hear it when they're walking, like when the in the season in seven. The newer, oh, yeah, in the newer yeah, ones. He right. tells the story. Right, right, right. Uh, I'm a sick fuck. I like a bear fuck. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right, so uh, season five, episode nine, the Dance of Dragons. Dance of Drags. Um, yeah, dragging that ass. Uh, we start off. Ramsey's bastard boys end up destroying Stannis's supplies. Stannis yeah. is freaking out. He's they literally just did a hit mission on his on his supplies. They burned. Really successful. And this yeah. was actually a great scene earlier where Bruce is like, well, "I'm not sending an army to go do this raid." And Ramsey was like, "I don't need an army. I need some horses and twenty good men." Yeah. And they did he great. Did it. He he executed to a T. They killed a bunch of their horses. They set a fire to a bunch of Stannis's supplies. Mm-hmm. I think at some point, like Stannis goes like, "There's hundreds dead." It's like Jesus Christ. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, they're 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 improperly camped. So what happened was Stannis started marching south to mm-hmm. Winterfell, and then there's a huge snowstorm. So mm-hmm. I mean, in the books, they even talk about like ten to twelve feet of snow. So like they can't move. They're bogged down. They have an improper camp set up. You have people freezing to death. You have people starving to death now that Ramsay destroyed mm-hmm. the supplies. So and they can't they can't march back because they're still bogged down in the snow. So yeah. they're in a really shitty situation. A bit of a bind. And Stannis even yeah. says butcher the horses for meat. Yeah, yeah. But Idiot. he's been there before. He did that at uh, at, at uh, Storm's End. Yeah, the siege. That's right. Back when he was Storm's End. Back when the during yeah, the uh, Roberts Rebellion. Correct? Exactly. Yeah. Only only difference was then it wasn't freezing too. He was just battling starvation. Now he's got he's got two he's got two uh, elements two against him to deal with. Yeah. Um, and then next we have John and the Wildlings getting back to the wall. There's a brief moment where there's a standoff where John doesn't know if Sir Alistair really let is going to let them through. Um, and then like eventually they end up letting them through. But Sir Alistair, I think, really thought about not letting them do it. Mm-hmm. It was a long stare down between John and Alistair, Alistair on the wall, and then he finally opens the gate. Mm-hmm. All the Wildlings funnel through. Uh, and Alistair and John still very awkward because Alistair right. doesn't agree with the decision at all because it's they think the Night's Watch is for the Wildlings these guys because they don't know that really the history of the Night's Watch was probably more for the White Walkers but they don't right. see them as a real thing anymore they even didn't. Alistair has never really seen one right. so he doesn't probably think it's real they didn't read the books they didn't, they didn't read George's original books yeah. Yeah. I mean if they had a the ton of Sam's text. if they had a ton of Sam's you know on the wall then they all would have known from the books completely but... ineffective force yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, would be, known, it's it would be unbearable to watch if they had a bunch of Sam's <laughs> Killy Killy uh, <laughs> And then um, from there, we go back to Stannis' camp. He sends Davos to Castle Black to treat with Jon Snow and get them to send down supplies. And, and Yeah, like demand bed. men. Yeah, which, And Davos even says, like, the Night's Watch is sworn to stay yeah, out of this. Yeah. You would think Mr. Stannis, who's so fucking pure of oath, would know that that's not what you can do. I think, I think part of Stannis knows that he's completely fucked here. I think he's gone off the deep end. Now. I think I think he wants to send Davos away for two reasons: one, because of what he plans to do with Shireen, Yo. which we'll get to, and two, also because Stannis and Davos have always had this multifaceted relationship where Davos is very clearly his conscience, mm-hmm. and Stannis knows that Davos has a lot of good in him. And I think if someone's going to survive this scenario, I think he you know, think he wants it to be Davos. Davos even senses that. Something extreme is about to happen. He but, asks to bring Shireen with. Yeah, yeah. multiple times. Yeah. Like, well, he asks to bring the family, the wife and uh, Shireen. Right, but then, like, as soon as that gets shut down, he's like, no, let me take Shireen. Mm-hmm. He says, my family stays with me. Stannis says that. And I think you're right. And I think, though, another part of getting rid of him is not just because he's a good man. It's more because he knows he'll talk him out of stupid decisions. And he doesn't want his conscience there. Mm-hmm. It's like when you go to... It's uh, no example. 
If you actually held your tongue, that was my conscience right there. Then that means that whatever's about to come out of your mouth was about to be fucking. That was my little Davos on my shoulder. No, you can't say that. But Stannis has proven like time and time again, like he once he decides, that's it. Like that, there's zero chance you're going to change his mind. Yeah, just completely hard headed. Yeah, he is. Which is it helps him a lot of the time because it gets him through some very tough things like the Battle of the Blackwater. It's great when he's right. Yeah, no, when he's wrong, it's awful. It goes there was a period there where Davos that. was on a real cold streak. Yeah, where we're like when they go to like the Iron Bank and the Iron Bank isn't giving him shit, and like Stannis <laughs> even like looks at Davos like you fucker. <laughs> well, uh, that happens with all. I mean, I feel like that's a good thing about Game of Thrones too. Like no one's consistently right. No, I feel like it's, it's, true. it's every character has their flaws, and that's one of the reasons why people keep getting drawn back to mm. Thrones, in my opinion. <laughs> Um, and then next scene, Jamie and Bronn are trying to, re- well, they failed miserably <laughs> at trying to rescue Marcella from Dorne. Um, but Prince Duran, I, I mean, I, I don't know if I'd call him a weak leader, but he's very, very merciful, almost to a fault. Um, Prince Duran lets Jamie and Bronn both get off pretty easily. Dude, the one Sand sister, they're all pretty, but the one is super oh, hot. The one is. The one that, oh, the so- one that. The one oh. that says to Bran, like, yeah. who's the prettiest one? She's yeah. the most beautiful one. Dude, short, dude, first of all, okay, so short hair is one of those, short hair on, on females is one of those things where it's 100% like, with you. you either crush it or it just doesn't work and for you. And she crushes it. And she, uh, she crushes it. She is so, so hot. She doesn't get enough respect, I think, in the hot hierarchy of the show. Well, that's because no one liked the Sand Snakes. Well, they, right. they're mishandled yeah. to fuck. Yeah. Like, she is all of all of Dorn in general is mishandled. The but that movie. one is she's like while she's talking to Brown, I'm like this girl's super hot. Like if I was Brown, I I'm also real. would have almost. Dude, died. well the scene the scene where they're like playing yes. a little hand game. Yeah, and she's got her little hard nipples out there, and I'm like, okay, okay, <laughs> let's just yeah. what are we doing here? Chris just sliding over for the pause button. Real quick. <laughs> yeah, I like how mad you well, are. You're like, What's going there, on here? <laughs> I'm sitting there watching with my mom. I'm like, okay, well, what are we gonna do here, guys? Are we just gonna what's going on? You jerked on? off in front of your mom. No, yo, but we gotta stress something real quick. Is before the hand game, though, we didn't watch. I didn't watch the, the episode before when Bron first gets in prison. She full yes. on busts out. T- yes. Oh, oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, go back and watch it. Oh, yeah. I've seen it. It's fantastic. No, no, just I don't I care. Go back it. and watch it. Just right now, let's put it up. <laughs> Everyone, get real quiet. <laughs> it, she like that girl is ridiculously hot, man. Uh, but anyway, so Ilaria is sitting there. But no, but like she's so hot. <laughs> so gorgeous. Uh, Ilaria is sitting there, openly defying Prince Duran, saying that he should kill both Jamie and Bron. Prince Duran, again, merciful to a fault. And so is Prince Tristane. Uh, uh, Prince Tristane, I think, is a product of Prince Duran. Yeah. Um, speaking of HGBs, though, great looking dude. Prince Good, Tristane. Handsome boy, yeah. Great looking dude. It's Chris <laughs> felt like he had to throw that in there because we talked about how Yeah, we gotta, balance, we gotta balance the pot. The we got female <laughs> listeners. We got, we got, we got all types Prince of Prince Tristane's dick. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're ba- we're balancing it. I'm setting the balance. He just whips it out. He just whips it out. Were you going to say something uh, that actually develops? My favorite sand snake, here, Prince Tristane's dick. I, I really like I really like that, uh, and it's mentioned by the Viper very early on when he shows up in in uh, King's right. Landing. Uh, that is that his brother has gout, which is a rich oh, man's yeah. disease, yeah. and it's kind of like undermining his authority that he actually can't get up and move. And this is almost this humiliating uh, disease. See, I kind of disagree, though, because, like, look at, for example, look at Tywin Lannister. He never physically lays his hands on people in court and stuff, but he's still very strong and stern about his decisions. This Prince is true. Duran is but, not. But Tywin commands a room because he can, like, he has that domineering presence. 
with him being immobile and in a seated position, he can never command the room. Do you I, think Tyrion I, can't I, command I, a room know, because man. he's a dwarf? I, 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 I disagree because still, like, Prince Duran's at this point, like, he's made a ton of decisions that kind of led to his downfall. If mm-hmm. he would have been more stern, I think it would, it, he would have I think we're fine. agreeing and we don't know it. Prince Maybe. Duran really took that loss. <laughs> Prince Duran really took the loss during the original rebellion when the Lannisters kind of oh, originally. Yeah. And he, he now sees Alliance as the only way to prevent war because he was a warrior and he, like, saw the horrors of war. So I don't necessarily yeah. disagree with his softness, per se. I think um, in this world, it's probably not a good thing to have as soft as he is. But I like his diplomatic approach. I, I, t- I tend killed. to agree with you. But the thing is, and this scene is an example. Ilaria is sitting there openly defying what he just said. He does threaten her. So, yeah. But fucking get her out of the room. Yeah, that's true. You know, maybe... Lay the, uh, lay the smack down. Yeah, like like yeah. lock her up for a couple of days or something. Like, she... Like, Ilaria... But prison there's awesome. It's just girls busting titties. <laughs> <laughs> she might not be into but, it, though. But, but so, I mean, my point is, my point is, you as a ruler, you can never have people openly defying you in front of other people. Maybe in a private room. True, but like you, you, that that's what undermines. Yeah, remember when that dude threw his shoes at George Bush? Yeah, that was, <laughs> that was great. Uh, Secret but, security but, was nowhere. Okay, so Brendan, back to back to our conversation. That's what undermines his authority is letting people openly talk right, shit. And that's in why, front of and that's why he has like that's why they gave him that specific disease because it's a very soft disease. It's a rich man's disease. Rich men do not do hard weight labor. He was a soldier, he, though. He, 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 I mean, he was, yeah. He yeah, was, but now he, he's a soft, like, he's a soft He ruler. is a soft ruler, So though. he has a soft disease. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I, but he, I think even if he had that disease, he could he be He could tough. still be more stern. He's he, got that huge dude be, next to him. Saying, yeah. yeah. That guy saying, Ari, Ario, Ario, uh, I forget his last name. But Ario, Mario Batella. Ario Hoda. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying, it accentuates, like, the weakness of the character, like, where he's... Like, it's kind of illustrating... So it's like an accent to the weakness. Exactly. Okay. It's not the cause of the okay, weakness. Okay, got it. I thought you were saying it was... It was... No, no, no. It's just okay. accenting the weakness. And especially because the way they play him and the way they shoot him, he, like, never moves mm-hmm. at all. Like, I barely see his arm move for, like, three seasons. Oh, yeah. He's... Yeah, he's He's, he's very stationary. Up. The actor does a very good job, much. I think, too. I like that actor. Phenomenal. I've seen him in a few, few, small, few small parts here or there. He's really good. Uh, okay. And then from there, we go to uh, Bravos Arya... Has this assignment to assassinate the uh, sailor insurer, and she just completely forgets about it, abandons that because she sees Westerosi men pulling up who happen to be Mace Tyrell and Marin Trent and company. And Marin Trent's on the list, which is stupid in my opinion, just because like okay, all she had to do is you know like she poison gives guy. the she gives the clams and then she puts a little vanilla on it, which was the poison vinegar there or vinegar whatever. Or I thought he said he liked it with vanilla. Vinegar. vinegar, yeah, it's oh, vinegar. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh shit! Sorry. What a gross topping. What vanilla? Vin- vinegar. Oh, I was gonna say, I was like, vanilla. <laughs> Get off the vanilla bullshit, yeah, man. I was gonna say the vanilla probably would have been a lot better than the vinegar. Oh, no, God, the oysters. No, vinegar. <laughs> what was the last time you ever went to a restaurant and you were like, "Hi, pitch your way out of this one." <laughs> yeah. Hi, I love a steak. Please put some vinegar on it. <laughs> or whatever. Vanilla. It's okay. 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 Vanilla though is good. Classic mix-up. Like vanilla extract. You ever make a chocolate yeah. shake and put a vanilla extract and it accentuates the, the flavors? Yeah, it right, accentuates. But like, not for not for seafood. You get a little uh... Hey, fuck you. <laughs> yeah, Brendel Jenner. Right? Listen, listen. Who's the fat one? Who knows how to eat? 
That is true. That's a great point. That's true. You don't want vanilla. You don't want vanilla. If you put vanilla on like seafood, that would be gross. I thought it was kind of weird, but the dude looked weird. He was a weird looking dude. He was a weird boy. A lot of everyone looks weird in this fucking show. That's a good point. If you put vanilla on seafood, fuck you. All right. Well, back to the main point here. All she had to do was hand him the fucking clam. Or the oyster or whatever. Her clam? With, with a little bit... <laughs> with, a little, with a little drips of poison on there. Yeah, just drip it right on. <laughs> and, then, and then that would have been game over. She could have gone about her business... He would have been Trent. With Marion Trent, yeah. It, it, her not killing that guy was Led just, her down a path of some bullshit. It, it, was, it was an oversight on her part. She could have done it and still spied on Marion Trent. That's the point I was getting And then at. when she gets back to Jack and he's like, no death for him? And she's like, yeah. nah, he wasn't hungry today. Yeah. Which was fake news. Jack- Jacqueline was probably like there observing, knowing him. He probably was him. Yeah. Or the orphan. Oh, yeah, the uh, the waif. Yeah, the waif. Yeah. Um, okay, and then from there, uh, Mace Tyrell has a quick meeting with Iron Bank. Uh, Mace Tyrell's a fucking shot. Mace quick, Tyrell's like singing meeting. shit like, to Tycho Nestoris, who's Iron Bank rep. Uh, Trent goes to a brothel. He has a very... Uh, absurd taste in women and when I say women I mean little girls he, he likes little saying, girls and he just like hurts them absurd really, is the wrong word absolutely disgusting. disgusting it's really yeah, fucked up yeah, it's really it's, fucked yeah. up can't wait for that not okay not okay yeah. not okay um, he keeps saying too old to all the um, to all the just say you want to fuck like him being a dick about it too just say you want to fuck a kid you pedophile mm, I mean I don't know maybe maybe he has some sort of like fucked up code in his mind where you can't just say that but fuck him uh, nah, fuck him. Fuck but he him. does. Does he fuck? He just like hurts them. I bet he puts vanilla uh, on seafood. <laughs> that is a total marriage. Uh, yeah. um, and then from there, we have a quick scene in Dorne, and Ilaria and Jamie are talking. Nothing really goes down there that we didn't already know. Um, from there, Stennis and Shireen are talking about the Dance of Dragons. Oh God! Which is uh, brief side note here. Um, the tragedy of this scene is just like like. This could be a tough one to cover. It does. Um, but before we get into that, the Dance of Dragons, if you guys are listening to this, that means obviously you're Game of Thrones fans. Highly suggest looking into either um, Fire and Blood, which is the Targaryen uh, anthology that just came out a few months ago, or there's a lot of YouTube videos on the Dance of Dragons, but it's full of everything that you see in present event Game of Thrones. Betrayal, families fighting one another, dragons, uh, incest. stuff like incest. Yeah, it's, oh, good. It's actually... A lot of it. I, I was actually hoping that the prequel would be on the Dance of Dragons as opposed to the uh, Long Night. But, yeah. you know... I was kind of hoping for Robert's Rebellion, honestly. That'd be tight. But he it's is. too close to what we got it's now. Very true. Maybe right. someday they'll, they'll yeah. circle back to that. But, but this is a great scene. Yeah. Like, even it's a good father-daughter. Like, Stannis appears to be interested in what she's saying. Uh, he even says, like, doesn't sound like a dance. Dance is a dumb word. Mm-hmm. Like, you know? And, <laughs> and then he's, like, talking to her about, like, sacrifice. And she says, she's like, I'm willing to do whatever it takes for you, father. And he's like, good. That was uh, so sad. She, she says, this I want really to help you. I'm Princess Serene Baratheon. I, I, I'm supposed to help you. You know, whatever you need, Dad. And um, he's like, okay. Leads her outside. And he then he kind of, like, slithers away. She's walking up. And then the first person she sees mm. behind this crowd of men is Melisandre. They tired of the they yep. And then and then she immediately knows like no like fuck this. She tries to like run away. Two men grab her and force her up onto the stake, tie her up. Yeah. Um, Melisandre's praying in her little Lord of Light stuff. And then Bullshit. Stannis, Stannis, and Selyse Baratheon step up, and they're there to see Watch it. it. Yep. Selyse is ca- trying to convince herself that this is necessary, but then eventually. Is like no get her get her down after Shireen starts screaming like mom and dad help you can't do this, um, really really sad really tragic stuff. Um, 
Celise has to be held back by some of the guards because her motherly instincts are like, this ain't okay. And they burn the little girl alive. And it's a brutally alive. long, She's it screaming. seems longer than it probably is. Just screaming, Father, oh, don't I fast, let them do I this. I fast forwarded, I couldn't uh, it. Where's Jon Snow with a mercy killing there? Yeah, yeah and so I, so I actually looked into it, what you said, and actually people had a, it was a huge uproar over this episode. Oh, yeah. And you don't actually see her go up in flames, but something about a 12-year-old girl getting lit on fire didn't sit well with uh, viewing audiences, yeah. as you can imagine. It's brutal. It's so hard to watch. Of all the deaths it. in Game of Thrones that's history. Kinda why, that's kind of why I like that scene. Like Ned so Stark's much. death, like Rob's death. It's all shocking. But Shireen's actually made me physically it ill to watch. Yeah. It literally hits you. And that, that's why I really, I really like this episode more so than the last episode. Because there's there's a ton of impact in all of these scenes where like like we've seen how many people get beheaded, stabbed. We saw a pregnant woman get stabbed in the gut at the right. red wedding, and that just kind of right. like I mean it's gross, but like it happens. Yeah. This one actually like you actually have to kind of stop for a second and be like, fuck, she just got burned yeah. alive. For, I, for, I does I it happen watch. though? Did yeah. pregnant women get stabbed? It happens. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, but in it show. happens in Thrones. Yeah, yeah, true, true. But you're 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 absolutely right. I mean, this is this is one of those things where I watched it the first time because I was just in awe, and then I have it. I fast forward every single time. Yeah, so I, can't I can't deal with that. I can't deal with it. It it's was really hard to watch. I watched it just so I can get viscerally angry for this for this recording. But as I was watching it, it's uh. It's so tough to hear a little girl screaming yeah. to not get burned while her dad stands there and does nothing. And then just the coldness on Stannis' face. Yeah. You can see, though, in his eyes that he's gone. You can see he's yeah. gone. There's it, nothing He's not there, there anymore. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's dead. He's dead, basically. And uh, it's uh, So this is one of those throne scenes that you hear about that makes this show so singular from every other type of show. Uh, and regardless of what you think about it, it's probably important for the story. And it is, uh, but it's, it's tough to watch. Brutal. Regardless of how tough it is, it's still one of the quintessential best scenes because of how they handled it. I think, I think, I think, I hate the show writers for handling it like they did. You the, do? Yeah. The, I mean, Shireen, it's tough Shireen, to watch. And, Shireen and Salise are chilling up at Castle Black in the books. And you know, there's no reason, the, the singular purpose why they brought Shireen and Salise down there was to have them kill, get, get, get killed off. Yep. But it shows They like, could have done it another way. It shows how deep into this flame god madness that Barrett like right that that's, I, that's I, why I, they did I it i think it, i i mean i you could say that's why they did it i think it's because i'm sure i'm sure there's the shock value yeah. i wish i wish there's just a, like a more of a hint to it because yeah. it, it, it all happens off screen where like i'm sure the red priestess tells stannis like well she does actually she does talks about like king the power of king's blood yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and like i'm sure that whole conversation happens where she's like we gotta fucking burn your daughter alive mm-hmm. i think the only part of this scene that i take away any kind of positivity toward is that it keeps showing his men and you can see them like fuck this. they're changing their mind you can see them all like there she keeps showing that one guy keeps shaking his head and all the other guys around him are like nodding like this isn't yeah. right this Half isn't what we're don't here even for respond they're just as dead-eyed as Stannis is. But well, it does no. But it specifically shows. It specifically shows a few men away. who are yeah who yeah. are like shaking yeah. their head like fuck this. But I mean, then it cuts to the camp and there's like the one guy in the blanket is just fucking staring off into nothing. Well, because they're all withering away. They're all dying. You know what they're else is kind of weird to me at this point? The king's blood had, in theory, or at least maybe Achieved something. Yeah, yeah. May, maybe by just like why couldn't they leech her? But at least it 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 well, did it was, something. It was Robert's blood, not Stannis's blood. Robert was an actual king, I guess. Or what about the concept of, like, I think they thought they needed something big, maybe, because everyone's starving, because the wife even says to Stannis, like, this has to be done. We have no food. 
Yeah. Yep. Yeah, right. But I'm just saying, like they they did that, and it just didn't it didn't do anything. The red priestess is a con woman, essentially. She makes bullshit up. She sees bullshit in the flames. But, she's but like, not, it's though. worked. But it, she's a wrong con woman, though. She like doesn't. She's she, not right. This is the first right. time that it that it didn't work. Right? True. It is the absolute first time. This is the first time that it didn't work. work. Well, they even, didn't win the Battle of Blackwater. She's even, and spoilers, like, even later on, she's got that necklace that she never takes off, and then she takes it off, and she turns into, like, 90. Oh, she's so hot. Yeah. When oh. she's 90? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, those, okay. saggy, those saggy boys. I would, right. I would rub vanilla all over her. <laughs> <laughs> on that seafood? Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, okay, we're moving. We're, we're, yeah. Somehow that was even, like, more disturbing than Shereen getting Yeah, true. <laughs> people, we're going to have... this together. We're going to have articles written about us because of that. <laughs> I'm surprised that we don't have sh- someone trying to shut us down already. Yeah. Well. But anyways, in, in my opinion. You know, if they try, you're going to suck their dick for us. Screw Mel- Melisandre. Screw <laughs> the show writers. They fucked that up. Whatever. Shireen, RIP. Fuck the you. show writers as a staff record label and a motherfucking crew. Exactly. No, I'm 100% behind this all, this whole thing. All right. Well, Brendan Lyons. Pro, is, pro child murder. Pro. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, pro. You heard, you heard, you heard your first. first. You heard your first. Uh, all right. So from there, we go to Marine. Um, they're, they're, the fighting pits are started back up. Full blown, like people are dying. People full, are getting full blown. People it's are it's fully flared. Um, with the, the first it's fight, the first fight, it's a smaller, faster guy versus a bigger, stronger guy. Classic story. Um, Dario's going this. through this whole story about how he was always the little guy and he was just too quick, and then all of a sudden the little guy gets his head cut off and he, <laughs> and he just slides out of there. Like, oh, He's like, I'll be right back. <laughs> and they're even dunking on. Uh, oh God, I can't remember his fucking name. Uh, the guy sitting next to. Uh, oh yeah, he's the marine like guy. Yeah, he's like who's, the, who's supposed to be well, he's he's betrothed, betrothed to Danny. Yeah, right. yeah, and they're just dunking on him the entire time. Like, oh, your extensive combat experience. Right. But he was right. Well, Tyrion wasn't really dunking on him. I think uh, Dar- he said Dario he said and, uh, yeah, Dario and uh, and Danny were really getting at him. Yeah, because Danny has no physical attraction to that guy. She does not give a fuck about him. Pure political marriage. Yeah. Dan- well, we know Danny. She's in. Well, she also doesn't. Yeah. Spoiler: when she when he dies in two minutes. She doesn't give a fuck. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Doesn't even bat an eye. She's like, no, oh, he's dead. <laughs> that solved the problem for her, it actually. It really did. She was like, oh, no. And then I'm so- going to want to file an insurance claim. <laughs> <laughs> well, the insurance guy scheme, should be man? dead, yeah. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> Where's uh, that thing, man? They had one insurance guy back then. <laughs> <laughs> so Jorah actually gets in this melee, right? And um, There's it's him, him versus Captain Falcon, Blue Kirby, <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> Uh, they've got a water dancer. They've yep. got a spearman. Yeah, so they've got a barbarian. I actually, yeah, so um, in my nerd notes, I actually broke that same stuff down. So thanks, fellow nerd Brendan. I got you. I you got, got you. it. Here we go. Um, so Jorah reveals himself. Danny is like kind of shaking at first, but she knows everyone's looking at her. So she gives the command to go ahead with the fight. Uh, Jorah gets a rough go at the beginning. He he takes out one guy fair and square, but then the, the next two he pretty much has to get his ass saved on by the other guys in the melee. Yeah, and then I wonder which sort of bravos that guy was. Uh, what do you mean? They had the water dancer. What, what do you mean? Which the the joke because he was the Arya's teacher, the first sort of bravos. Oh right. I wonder right. which sword he was. <laughs> Yeah, he was definitely not the first. Definitely not the first. He is low ranking. Um, (laughs) But yeah, so then uh, Jorah ends up winning the melee. And as right after he wins, he picks up a spear from the dead spearman that you just mentioned Mm -hmm. and chucks it what seemingly looks like at Danny. But then it turns out it goes to a uh, son of the harpy that was playing the assassin. It knocks, it kills the son of the harpy. So Jorah has saved Danny. Exactly. Although, uh, oh God, I can't think of anyone's goddamn names anymore. 
the the guy who was talking about the speed the entire time. Dario. Oh, Dario Nahari. Dario, thank mm-hmm. you. I, why can't I think of anyone's name today? Yeah, that was happening to me last episode. Don't worry about Dario, it. Dario literally has to get Danny out of the way of the spear, too. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think Jor was going to hit her, but it was too close, and he had to... He curved the bullet like Angelina Jolie in that movie. <laughs> yeah, was, was it him at Wanted? No, it wasn't him at Wanted, yeah. yeah. No, it wasn't Wanted, it was uh, Desired. But then, uh. So shut all... the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> but I can't think of uh, fucking names today. So all hell breaks loose. Uh, the Sons of the Harpy, actually, like, this is like low key just like a terrorist attack. They're killing innocent it's people true. in the crowd. They didn't even care. They Dude, the wand guys outside the gate suck at their job. <laughs> Yeah, they, no, no metal got detected. No metal detected got this job. <laughs> no metal detected. Um, and then, so yeah, so everything's going going shit. to shit. Um, they get Danny, they get centered in the ring. Yeah, so Danny and the Royal Retinue had to retreat. Masandi's in danger. I was freaking out. I was like, if Masandi gets killed, I'm done with this show. <laughs> they retreat to the middle of the ring, uh, and then they're pretty much fucked. They're all holding hands. They're like, damn, I'm going to die. And then... Danny closes her eyes. Drogon yeah. screams, flies in. Burning motherfuckers up, oh, eating motherfuckers up, yeah. snapping people in half, and then all of a sudden, Takes some a of the harpies start uh, throwing some javelins, hitting them with some arrows and stuff. Drogon's visibly getting hurt, slowing down at this point. And then he, there's a scene where Danny and Drogon kind of look at each other for a while. And I, in my mind, Drogon's like, bitch, get on. Like, you, yeah. we gotta get the fuck out of here. Yeah, yeah I'm taking arrows. We're under assault. Do you see these holes in my wings? Yeah, exactly. So then uh, Danny finally gets on. This is very significant because it's the first time that she actually dragon rides. Yeah. Um, which, Shady, I'm sure you were pretty pumped about. Yeah. Uh, to see her riding yeah. skills. Yeah, hey. She's going to have another attempt to ride a dragon, if you know what I mean. And then, uh, Rar. And then, I have yeah. a Dragonite furry costume. <laughs> you talking about season seven? Can I, can I ask a question for you guys? Yeah. So, oh, yeah, she rides the dragon. Is this the first time she rides the dragon? Yeah. yeah. And she takes off out of there, and that's how it ends. Exactly. Just beat back the Sons of the Harpy. Um, it literally is in this episode that we are not... Um, so, one of the questions I have is, when Drogo takes arrows in these episodes, do you get nervous watching it? I get nervous, because I look at it like it has XP... Like, cause I'm such a gamer my whole life that I'm nervous. I'm like, oh man, a few more arrows, well, he's going to die. I don't know about the arrow. The javelins make me a little nervous. Does it make you nervous? Like, do you think like, oh, I wonder now it's like, is he back to full health now? Or is it like going to add up? Like, isn't that weird? It it shocked me because I didn't notice it the first time around that he literally has holes in his wings. Yeah. When the, from those javelins. Well, you, it's like life, man. You take a, you take a beating, you know? <laughs> no, but it's to your point. Like, it does... It does add this, like, can he actually fly? Is it sustainable? Well, 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 well we're going to skip some of the next episodes, so spoiler alert. Um, he does get wounded. Like, he doesn't move once they fly up to his little lair. He takes like, heat, yeah. His he, lair. Yeah, he, his he little chills. lair. Well, that's what, that's what you call dragon. They're dragon lairs, aren't I, they? I know. There we go. Um, dragon tails. But yeah, so he can't... Game. I think he does get hurt because he doesn't move for like a day or two after that. It's sad, thing. yeah. But so Danny's thankfully she's safe yeah <laughs> uh and uh i guess the other people survive you know they never really yeah, really they never, yeah. yeah, they never really yeah they're, they're fine of course they're in the next episode but well, i guess like, they beat back like the, the sons night when he dives out the window at the party and it's just like just the joker and the the, the joker's not there then the society and then just we just no, don't talk about yeah. it yeah, yeah. Yep, lots a lot of stuff ends up on the editing floor in these movies when they're four hours long <laughs> <laughs> nolan all right, so, so that's, those were those two. Um, and now just one big thing to cover from uh, episode 10, the season finale of uh, season 5, which is called Mother's Mercy, and it's Cersei doing the Walk of Atonement. Mm-hmm. Shame. Shame. Hell. 
<laughs> Shame. It's a good bell noise. Bell. Where'd you rip that from? Uh, it's just my own talent. Yeah, oh, and okay. th- this is this is really big for Cersei's character because unlike some other characters in the show, such as Theon, such as Jaime, she doesn't get humbled. She by doesn't this have at a all. dick to cut off. <laughs> well, that's not what I was gonna say. But oh, she doesn't. Right. She doesn't get humbled by this at all. She just goes straight vengeance. She's mode. emboldened. Oh yeah. So what happens is they basically have the city scum line the streets and watch as the queen is forced to walk naked through the streets while. The faith militant pushes her along and beats back anyone who gives her shit. And, of course, the nun um, does shame, dings the bell. Shame, dings the bell. And uh, it's brutal. Yeah, it's it's rough. They're, throughout, the, throughout the entire Game of Thrones, there's always this theme of, like, rebirthing characters. And so, like, a character will die. It's like Jamie Lannister with a hand or Reek after he gets captured, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And this is one of the very few that changes for the absolute worst after their death. Oh, yeah. So, like, she goes into... She does the shame... The walk of shame. And, like, while she's in prison and all that, she... Essentially, the surgery that we know dies, and she becomes this just abhorrent monster with no boundaries now. Which is great, because, like, we had Joffrey die off as a villain. Yep. Um, Ramsey Bolton's time is limited. <laughs> so, They're throwing shit at her. Yeah, literal they, human literal feces. Shit. Literal shit, and she but. is naked, but it is a body double. It's a body double. Lena Headey got a body double for this. They literally, it's so, I mean, you, you told they me about CGI her face onto the person. It's so visible that they do that. And it's Wasn't she looking no, at her face. She has no nudity <laughs> claws, but uh, it's, it's... Honest man. Uh, honest man, you got to appreciate it. But yeah, so that's kind of uh, something that's interesting about the show is that for, and for one season, Amelia Clark had a no nudity clause in the next season she got she, rid of it she got rid of it yeah well apparently like some assholes were giving Amelia Clark heat like talking like body shaming her and stuff <laughs> yeah <laughs> no, no, wait you didn't what? know this you what? body shaming her yeah. how yeah. about what I don't, because I, people are cunts yeah like, people well, oh alright that's a hard hard siege out there no but seriously how could you body shame uh, dude, her people, dude trolls all over the place man how those trolls if she talked to them would be in their pants oh yeah well yes well, but I would just like choke them out before they even got the Whoa, opportunity that's a hard to, scene. Yeah, Jesus them. man how could you <laughs> body shame you know what Fuck anyone who body shames anybody, but yeah. especially like Amelia Clark. Are you kidding me? Yeah, those are probably guys sitting there. They probably haven't seen their dick in years. Because those are those. What are those? Uh, what are they called? Involuntary, belly. involuntary celibate dudes. Oh, the ones that shoot people. <laughs> so, so. No, the ones that don't get me. Who are like, oh, Amelia Clark's fat. I wouldn't do it with her anyway. You know it's what, like, to, no, she wouldn't do it with you if you had a 10-inch dick. To, to all internet trolls in any form and facets, like, you blew shame. It. Yeah. Shame. Yeah. Those shame. guys are mad because Amelia Clark wouldn't fuck them with a stolen pussy. And they're acting like she's some, she's fat. You know what? Fuck you guys. Fuck you two, guys. Two hard truths today. Two hard truths. If you body shame people on the internet, fuck you. And if you put vanilla on seafood, fuck you. And if you kill Serene Baratheon for no reason, fuck, fuck you. you. Yeah. There you go. I love a hard fuck you. Yeah, it's great. Dude, this is one of our craziest episodes. We've gone all over the place. I'm on the ball today. All right, let's get to our segments. Let's jump into the segments. So, or actually, you know what? We'll do a rating first. Um, So, Sheedy, you lead us off. All right, nicely done, Chris. Nicely done. (laughs) Beautifully done. Uh, So, my ratings for, we'll start with episode eight. I gave it a nine. Mm -hmm. I liked it. Uh, It was a solid episode. It's hard home. And then episode nine, The Dance Dragons, I gave an eight point deuce. Not an eight point two, but an eight point deuce. It's a word. Uh, it's a solid episode, and Deuce is a cool word, so it's a cool episode. And for episode 10, which we won't really get into, it's a it's a solid 7. Okay. Brendan? Uh, 
<laughs> uh, I'm gonna go with a solid a solid eight uh, seven for the episode eight. Hard home. Yeah, for hard home. Seven, so. huh? It, the like I said, like I said when we were going through it, like the first thirty minutes is okay. It's not like Game of Thrones, peak Game of Thrones, and then mm-hmm. the last bit just carries it home for okay. me. Okay. And it's just if it was just the last like fifteen minutes, to be a ten. Okay, that's but, fair. fair. Yeah, and then uh, I actually gave it a nine to season to episode nine. Interesting. Yeah, I really, from top to bottom, I really enjoyed this entire episode. That's what Chibi says about Amelia Clark. Right, exactly. Top to bottom, I love her. But, but like, every... Heads, shoulders, knees, and toes. Toes. The, the thing that I love about this episode is there is literally zero wasted time for the entirety of it. Most everything, like, even, like, the smaller dialogue scenes have develop, development going Yeah, on. and there's so much behind them at this point that, like, they, like, no matter what they say, there's huge impact. Okay, that's fair. And then um, for episode 10, uh, Mother's Mercy. Probably like a 7. 7, yeah. It's it's, six, it's, 6 to a 7. It's a, little, it's, it's a middle of the road. It's, 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 better than, it's better than most kind of end of the season episodes, like the last episodes, because they're setting mm-hmm. up a bunch. It's mm-hmm. better than most because we do get some resolution with like the... Uh, high Sparrows. The High Sparrows and the, the Militant uh, Faithful and all that. Mm-hmm. But uh, it, it's, it's not... It's probably one of the stronger season finales. Right, but it still it still, it still suffers from the same syndrome, issues. which is falling off from the high peaks of eight and nine. Yeah, and then being episodes in. Okay, um, I'm gonna go with a nine and a half for Hard Home. Okay, um, again, it's very close to the best episode that I've seen. Definitely top three for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, for Dance of Dragons, I'm gonna go with an eight and a half. Okay. Because I I I actually thought that that scene, the fighting pit scene, was really underrated as far as um, like fighting scenes it's and really action good. scenes. It's really good. And yeah. one thing we forgot to mention, there's a Dothraki in there as well. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's yeah, in, he's yeah, in he's there in for the like, just pit. like three frames, but yeah. like you can see the sword and all that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I thought, I thought that that was actually really underrated. It's easily forgotten because when you think of like the big battle scenes, you know, yeah. that doesn't really come um, to your thoughts. And then for Mother's Mercy, I didn't even really rate it, uh, but I'm just going to go with like a six. Yeah, same yeah. count ballpark. Yeah, yeah. yeah it was. A, it's a. We didn't. You know, there's not a whole lot that goes on in that episode until the end of the episode. Right. Yeah. The there's shame walk. Of, the shame walk's the part that you gotta watch. There's yeah. a lot of posturing by a lot of different people, but nothing happens. And then, and then Danny's just stranded at the dragon's lair. So that's the yeah, nothing. Yeah. Literally no nothing with there. her. It's just her talking to Drogon. They yeah. take out. They take out my favorite part of these last two episodes, which was Marine altogether in episode yeah. ten. Yeah. We just yeah. don't see what happens in Marine because there's gonna be some shit going down. Yeah. Oh yeah. I want to see them. The place is the in flux, dude. Like, the Tyrion's in charge now. He just became hand of the king. Yeah. Yeah, and then, and you got the sons of the harpy pretty much oh. after a successful terrorist attack for the yeah. most part. And what I I got reminded of is uh, she lost the other two free cities, Astapor and yep. uh, Yunkai. And Yunkai. Yunkai. Yeah, she lost both of those. I completely forgot until Tyrion. Well, said if you it. listen to our podcast, you would know. That yeah, we're really. Knowledgeable. I still probably would have forgotten until Tyrion <laughs> said it, but you know. Uh, all right, so first segment: best line slash Yas Queen. Yeah. Um, best line of the episode. I'll actually lead us off because I have a few here. Um, this one is from, uh, Bruce Bolton to Ramsey and they're talking about whether they should march on Stannis or stay at Winterfell. He says a wise commander does not abandon a defensive advantage. He goes on to say that as long as we're behind these walls, they can't touch us, which foreshadowing Ramsey should have maybe listened to what he was saying because, yeah. uh, season seven implications there. Certain Battle implications. Of the bees. Yeah. Battle of the bees. Be the bees. 
Exactly. Ten on ten episode, by the way. That's yeah, yeah. a ten. That's a ten out of ten. Oh yeah, my Yas Queen was uh, from Sir Alistair Thorne to Jon Snow. He says, "You have a good heart, Jon Snow. It will get us all killed." That's a good one. Fairly true. Well, my best line is Tyrion to Danny about killing Jorah, which we discussed earlier, which is, a ruler who kills those devoted to her is not a ruler who inspires devotion. Mm-hmm. And my best line, my Yas Queen is Alistair to John. you have a good heart, Jon Snow. It'll get us all killed. No joke. Would you look at that? And I wrote, worst cardiologist ever. <laughs> <laughs> Would you look at that? Would you just look at it? Uh, it's almost like we, we know each other. Uh, definitely going with the... Our ancestors are dead. Fuck them. Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah. them, they're dead. From, from Auntie Annie? Yeah, yes. Yeah. <laughs> from the cookie. Oh, dude, I love a good cookie. From yeah. Mrs. Fields. And then, uh, <laughs> did, did you have another one you want to roll with? Like, it's not really a line, but when... Uh, when this Dario... is literally called best line. It's not really a line. <laughs> no, but like the whole speech Dario gives about, oh, being, yeah, about being the, being the, the, the fastest uh, man. Yeah. And then you just look over and the like, dude just gets just... his head flopped off. That was great. Yeah, and then the he just slides out of the scene. <laughs> he's, he's just like, ah. Just right out of frame. Yeah. Um, also, honorable mention, I'm not going to stop the wheel, I'm going to break the wheel. Yep. Um, pretty, pretty cool. Great line, yeah. There. Love you, Danny. Er, uh, <laughs> love that scene. Next next segment, <laughs> hottest moment. Um, CD, you want to leave us off on this one? Uh, so my hottest moment is when the Night King meets John face-to-face and whips out his huge army on the first date. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he just raises his arm and his army grows. It's impressive. It's impressive. It's impressive. I see what you did there. See what I did there? It's a little, little innuendo. <laughs> I don't want to be too heavy handed. <laughs> so modest. Yeah, you right know. Uh, I'm, I'm definitely going to have to go with uh, like when Tyrion and is talking basic like political strategy and is just schooling Daenerys. Daenerys. Well, I mean, like we were talking about before, she just really has no idea of what the reality in the Seven Kingdoms is. Yeah, but he's doing it in such a way that he's not offending her. Right. He's just basically telling her, like, you're, you have no idea what's going on. Right. Yeah, that, I mean, Danny was going to school there, you know? Yeah. Uh, my hottest moment is kind of a combination of pretty much everything that happened at Hard Home, but um, when that cold first starts coming in, when the blizzard's rolling in and everyone starts shitting their pants, that, that was like, damn... I was sitting on the edge of my seat, like, holding my breath, like, all right, it's going to be great. So, that was mine. Um, Next segment, Mount Rushmore. We actually had two, but we'll save one for next week, um, because with the three episodes that we had to cover, we're going a little bit longer than it Yeah, so we'll cut down to one Mount Rushmore, which is... Down to one. Which we want to do, who would we least like to see be the ruler of Westeros at the end? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. So... Our guest tends to get first pick, so Brendan, you can have the first pick unless you want would, time to think. Who would I least like to see rule Restoros? Yes. Uh, so your first pick. Littlefinger. Littlefinger? It's a good choice. That's actually a great choice. That is a good and choice. And it could be... I like that. So we can Living go all show. Okay, yeah, we're all not show. talking about end of season seven. No, 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 no. Literally, like, okay. the character I want to see the least is okay. Littlefinger. All right. Like, yeah. I love his character. I want to see more of him, but I don't want him to rule. Okay. Yeah, that's for sure. That no problem. Um, <laughs> my first pick is gonna be, and you're gonna. This might ruffle some feathers here, but Danny Targaryen. Wow. Really? Yeah. You why, know what? Why is that? Fuck you. I just think it would just be too storybook ending That's for true. Game of Thrones, and I, I'd just be like, you put me through all this pain of Ned getting his head chopped off, the red wedding, fucking Shireen <laughs> burning and stuff, and you're gonna have that happy ending of Danny being on the throne now. Mine is an easy one. Everyone knows I don't like her, uh, so I'm gonna go with Cersei Lannister. Okay. There you go. Yeah. That is not who I thought you were going to say, but... Oh, it's coming. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Brendan? Uh, 
I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Jack and Hagar actually. Whoa, okay, left field. Yeah, yeah, right, I, right field. What's the saying? Out of no left field. field. Okay, left field. No field. <laughs> a man has no field. Oh, I like that. I like that. Uh, it's because he shaves his bush. No, it, it's it's quite literally like I wouldn't want anyone from that house, the House of Black and White, to have, be anywhere near that kind of power. Well, Arya well it's Black History Arya? Month, so we'll say the House of White shouldn't be able to rule. Ari might be pushing her way up there. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Um, my second pick is going to be... Didn't think that far ahead, did you? <laughs> I'm going to go with Jon Snow for the same exact reasoning wow. as Danny. Yeah. You're just a bad boy, aren't you? I mean... You're just a bad fucking I, boy. I want, I want to be surprised at that. Yeah. So my second pick is actually two people. Mm-hmm. It's uh, Reek and it's Theon. I don't want either okay. one of them to lead at the end because <laughs> they have no dick, man. <laughs> but no, it's because not sire it's hair. because he's a bad decision maker and he's he's pretty weak. Your third pick, Brennan. Uh, oof. I'm gonna go with. Uh, I don't know who I should go with. <laughs> Fuck, I, you guys. Way to all, go! You guys picked all the good ones. Do you want to defer your third pick? No, I. You can trade your pick. Definitely, definitely, Tommen. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. Yeah. He Tom, sucks. He, he sucks. can't because he can't do anything. Because he's smashed. Yeah. If, well, we talked <laughs> well, about that. Like if Tyron was still alive, he, I'd want him on been, the throne. Yeah, exactly. He would get shit in the throne. place. Yeah. Um, okay, my third pick. I'm going to go with Gendry. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You yeah. hate the theory that Gendry has yeah. any king implications. Yeah. You hate it. You just you just get out. You disappear from my life for a couple of years, then you come back thinking you can take the throne. No. <laughs> no. You got to watch the throne. Yeah. Uh, my third pick would be Samuel Tarly. Mm, it would drive solid. me nuts if he had any claim to that throne. Solid. It would choice. drive me nuts because I really dislike Sam. <laughs> Fucking don't like him. I'm Team Sam, dude. That's fine. I I'm fine with him as a character. I enjoy his scenes. Uh. I don't know where the hate's all coming from. I don't like him. I think he's annoying. I just Gilly, shut the fuck up. He does get annoying, but I think I'm splitting the middle ground again on this. That's fine. You can just punt on everything. (laughs) Uh, Listen, I said some controversial shit today, so. All right, your fourth pick. Uh, Final pick. Don't fuck it up. Final pick. Don't fuck it up. Shit, it was in my head two seconds ago, and then you got me talking about Sam. Fuck. Uh, Oh, Bran. Brand. Oh, that's that gonna be mine. Wow. Suck a dick. Because everyone on a small council, he'd just be like, oh, "I saw you." Uh, yeah. You look beautiful. <laughs> Wait, he would probably be a great king because he like knows everything. No, fuck him. Well, that's true. His crippled ass can't get up those stairs to the. <laughs> to the Dude, in one of the uh, Blackfire rebellions, the the guy who's the three eyed ra- who turned into the three eyed raven mm-hmm. um, ended up like being able to. Foil a whole plot to overthrow the king. And is stuff this and acknowledged like in like Westeros that there's a there, someone has to have the rank of three eyed raven? It's a it's no. more like a natural law, and not a lot of people know about it. Well, it's 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 up there with like the White Walkers and the Children of Forest. No one knows, or no mm. one south of the Wall really knows that those things exist. Mm-hmm. You know? um, okay, so your fourth pick, my, like wars, dude. My, my fourth pick is going to be 
Uh, Rick and, Rick and Stark. You fucked her. <laughs> it's That's I my did. fourth right, pick. I, well, I, I wanted to fuck you because remember when you fucked me with the Tywin Lannister pick? That was years well, ago. Well, I'm fucking back. I'm fucking back. Yeah, baby. you're rocking back on my meat right yeah. now. <laughs> How dare you? There we go. Don't rock back that hard. Rick Down was mine, dude. You gotta rock back. We're not back in our... That's we're not, not, that's not fair. You can, the, you're not allowed to take Danny and Rick out in the same draft. I gotta have one of them. Uh, wow. I'm completely... I'm blindsided. I'm blind. You just Sandra Bullocked me, you son of a bitch. I'm blindsided. How do you say he felt when I stole Bran? Yeah. Yeah. Not as bad. This is this well, is a blame saga. Brendan because it started with Brendan stealing Brand, so then Jesus. I just had to go. Well, with I gave you a lot of time to think about it, though. I started wow. talking about Brand. Wow. Well, then I'll. You know what? You're gonna hit me where it hurts. I'm gonna hit you where it fucking hurts. Let's I'm gonna go. go with Tywin Lannister. Okay. I don't want him to rule. I wouldn't trust him to run a bath, let alone a fucking kingdom. Well, he he ran it for fucking years, so yeah. And he now ended up why, with, he ended up with two slugs. Why are you trying not to see Tywin, huh? He hates on he hates on huh? Tywin. Dude. I don't like Tywin. Tywin Lanny. I don't he's like a Tywin him. hater. He's, he's a hater Sam hater. Yeah, he's doing that. I'm a hater of Tywin, man. Come be, at me. He'd be doing that. I'd be doing it. Um. So now, fan favorite segment. You blew it. You blew it. You blew it. You blew it. Um. I'll lead us off here. Um. As Chris he's... picking Rick on. You blew it. <laughs> 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 oh, shots fired. Yeah, so I'll go second here. Um. The Lord of Bones, when when he starts talking shit to Tormund, <laughs> as soon as they show yeah. up at Hardhome, he calls them all this stuff. So then, you know, Lord of Bones, guess what? You blew it. You blew, you blew it. it. Brendan, yours? Fuck, I don't have one. All right. You blew Brendan. it. <laughs> so, so, right. so uh, Brendan Jenner. You blew it. You blew it. Yep. That's right. uh, so two thirds of the blows were guys on this podcast. I'm glad you. I'm glad you informed me of what segments would be on before I came on. Dude, we literally had a whole production meeting. Yeah, we had a whole. We literally were talking. Dude, you just don't listen. You just don't listen. We we talked for forty minutes until we started recording. Listen, I'm not here until the mics are on, baby. Uh, Okay, well, (laughs) you're not gonna be here for. All right. Um, No, you've done great. You've done great. We're we're gonna lie to me. We're gonna find George R. R. Martin and date. Come hell or high water. We're going to find him a fucking date. Um, I'll lead us off here. Mine's kind of weak this week, I, I, I will admit. It's okay. Um, but I'm just going to go We're ahead. recording very close back-to-backs because we're going to be on vacation this weekend. Yeah. we Well, we recorded two two days ago. Yeah. So this, we're, that'll um, be my excuse, too. So we really yeah. usually need a full week we of usually preparation got a full age. Week. Yeah. That's my um, excuse, yeah. So, pick. so my pick is going to be uh, Brendel Jenner, a.k.a. Brendan Lyons. Uh, I mean, me and him would have a lot to talk about. You guys kind of look similar. Um, All right, now I feel kind of offended. Um, and you know, you already we already discussed at length that you're willing to suck a dick to get that last book written. So no, I, that wasn't part of the original. Agreement. Listen, yeah, no, you, you said you do it for us. You, you said you do it for us. Yeah, we want, yeah, we want that we, book for like a show. We want the book. There was I. It was like the iTunes fine print. Yeah. Listen, listen, maybe some maybe some box munching for a book, but not. I don't uh, know about a dick for. Uh, listen, dick well, for a book. you said you were willing to take one for the team an hour ago on the on this podcast yeah. we haven't recorded on air i so. i don't believe you you're gonna have to swallow one for the team <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so yeah there we go george get that book written brendan do you got one brendan do what do what it takes not really my date for george is it's an og god that i created <laughs> I created for George since George has given us gods. Yeah. Like uh, you know, like the seven, the mother, the stranger, the Baylor, mother, the stranger. Warrior, yeah. Father. So I've given him. I've created a god for him since he gave us so many great gods. Uh, my date for George is the uh, many face sat god. Nice. Yeah. 
Nice. So George can just get all like, the googie. house of many yeah. sad faces. Yeah. yeah. But then, dude, if, if his face is occupied all the time, he's not going to be able to see to write the new book. And then we're, you know. Well, he but no, because you he get that. Speak it up, and then she can type it out. Yeah, so the whole entirety is that they're going to be doing that face sitting and they're going to be doing that sexual activity. And you you know, you get that post nut clarity. Oh, yeah. He's going to use the writer's creative. block is gone. That literally is creative juices flowing. You okay. actually you actually gave me an idea for one. I'm going to pick the priestess that was torturing, torturing Cersei. So she can torture him, and he can get the book. Oh, she can shame him, Sept- Sept- yeah. force him to walk naked through the streets. I don't know about that part, but definitely like the withholding. Uh, no, you want it. You want it. <laughs> you want it. Uh, <laughs> unnecessary I want to see those moves. Uh, yeah. Next segment: unnecessary titties. Uh, mine's an obvious one this week: Shireen Baratheon being burned alive. So unnecessary. Yeah. I don't like it. My unnecessary titties is actually for a character that I normally don't like, which is Cersei. I feel bad about the Walk of Atonement. I think it was too much. I think I don't agree with the Faith Militant at all. Uh, it's one of the main areas where I ever agree with Cersei, and I feel really bad for her character. I think the walking through the streets and being covered in shit, it's, it's humiliating, so that was unnecessary. Fair enough. Fuck Fair Cersei, enough. though. Brenda? Yeah. Uh, the unnecessary part would probably be like the 20 minutes it took for them to get from in front of the wall to actually having plot development. Oh, at Hard Home. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. There's, you don't there's like, the like a solid of hard like home. there's like ten minutes before like the good part of hard home kicks in where they're like talking about I gotta go. Yeah, I, I mean I, I see why they did that though, because it, it does like bring up the whole politics between the, the Wildlings and the Night's Watch kinda. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but it, it could have been handled in like two minutes as opposed to two. Yeah. I think actually I'm glad you brought that up. What's kinda weird is that like if you're going to get to Hard Home, you have to take ships, right? Which they showed in the show. Yeah. Which means you have to leave and arrive at East, East, East Watch by the Sea. This is very true. Not from Castle Black. Doesn't make Black's sense. In Holes in the story. Yeah. 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 Fuck you guys. Show writers, fuck you. Shereen Baratheon, I love you. No, no. Wow. See, we gotta back that up. I'm pissed. <laughs> I'm fine with it. I'm fine with it. Are we yeah. passing on it? All right. Yeah. All right. So um, my, my show this week. Yeah, next next segment, Trial by Combat. Trial by TV. Combat, TBC. It's hard to follow up last week's Squirrel Boys, because Squirrel Boys was, was amazing. <laughs> but I came up... So this one was hard to come up with, because again, I usually have a week to prepare. And Trial by Combat's my hardest segment always. So this one is a reality show uh, that takes place in prison. And it's a it's another Bachelor idea, but it's a Bachelor in prison, where it's decided uh, which fresh meat will become which seasoned criminal's uh, prison suck uh, and prison bitch, you know? Okay. And it's called the uh, Make a Bitch Foundation. And... <laughs> What they do, and they do, they, you know, they, it's like, they do cute little, they give them little, uh, like, prison roses and cigarettes and shanks, and, uh, they just determine who's gonna be the bitch of, like, the big king prison boy. I like it. So, so how do they, how do they, um, like, what's, like, the rose? What's the rose? That's the question. I mean, a shank, yeah, it's like a shank, and if you get the shank... Well, no, sh- getting shanked is how you get eliminated. You get fucking yeah. yeah, get jabbed up. <laughs> he gives, no, how about he gives the guy the shank and then he gets to eliminate somebody? Oh, that's good. Yeah, mm, nice. and they and when he and when it's like a, when it's early on in the season, there's twelve mm. dudes and one of them gets eliminated. <coughs> out, then eleven dudes. Shanked. We're watching Duke in Louisville. It's sixty-nine to sixty-nine. Awesome. Nice. Nice. Sweet. Really nice. nice. Just so you know, Duke at one point was down like twenty points. Yeah, unreal. And I turned around and now I'm looking back and it's sixty-nine, sixty-nine. Yeah. Hilarious. Gretz is comedy. Nice. Duke gets it. Classic it's, comedy. It's between like they Duke know and we're podcasting right They now. know they're hilarious. Let's, let's get back yeah. to the Make a Bitch Foundation real quick. <laughs> okay. Uh, really, can we have, like, who remembers Flavor of Love? Oh, yeah, that's yeah, kind show. of the can theme we get, I'm going Can for. we get the nicknames from Flavor of Love for New York? The These guys have to have nicknames. Yeah, they're going to have Yeah, they're pretty. Listen. 
they're prison boys. They're in prison for years, hopefully. Yeah. Right, but like, can we yeah. only refer to them by that nickname? Yeah. Like, is that what we oh, can yeah. do for this? Okay. Yeah, we're not going to give their real we'll, name. Yeah. That's not fair. We'll call, yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> call, we'll call one guy Squirrel Boy. We'll call one guy Sock Boy. It'll be a boy. Dude, I love that. One of them will be Sauce named boy. the Receptacle. One guy will be the Ew. Porta Potty Boy. Ew. 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 He's the hands-on favorite. It's the human diaphragm. All right, so thank you guys for tuning in. Thanks, Brendan, for Thank you, Brendan, for coming back. We appreciate you. Of course, you do as always funny. Thank you guys so much. Y'all good? I'm Gucci. I'm Gucci. Hey, Amelia, hit me up. Let's body shame the fuck out of each other. Oh, you fuck. Don't you ever step on my exit again. Don't you ever fucking step on my exit again. I'm I'm past apologetic. I'm actually sorry for that one. Um, I should have said this earlier, but uh, next week we are doing a kind of recap episode. So it's going to be um, a lot different. Because we're skipping so many episodes, we're just going to jam our favorite parts of those episodes into one episode. So. Yeah. So one episode of the pod. Big coverage. And uh, we're doing guests frequently now. So now's the time to throw your hat in the ring. Because oh, we got yeah. the next two weeks are filled up. So anything past that, throw your hat in the ring. Otherwise, they'll have to invite me back. Yeah, and we don't want to do that. No, <laughs> you're always great. Uh, so, Amelia, hit me up as I was going to say. Let's body shame the fuck out of each other.